Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillahillezî ba'ase lana fil ummiyyin rasûlen yetlu aleyna âyâtihî ve yüzekkîne ve yuallimunel kitâbe vel hikmâ. Allahümme rabbena lekel hamdü li enneke entel rahmanirrahim. Allahümme rabbena lekel hamdü li enneke entel afûl kerîm. Allahümme rabbena lekel hamdü li enneke tu'âfis sakîmi ve teşfil tu'âfis selîmi ve teşfil sakîm. Allahümme rabbena lekel hamdü li enneke entel rabbul arşil azîm. Neşhedü en lâ ilâhe illâ ent el rabbul vâhidul azîzil hakîm. ونشهد أن محمدًا عبدك ورسولك نشكرك يا ربنا الجواد الحليم أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله عز وجل وخير الهدي هدي رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا يقول الله وبعدا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وإذا سألك عبادي عني فإني قريب أجيب دعوة الداعي إذا دعان فليستجيبوا لي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ All praises due to God, the blessed King, who reigns with love from on high. All praises due to God, the precious beloved, whose love we cannot possibly deny. All praises due to God, the merciful Lord, who hears every gasp and knows every cry. All praises due to God, the noble liege, who does not deceive and does not lie. Nothing else is worthy of worship but He, the one God whom we should never belie. And all peace and blessings be upon His beloved Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, upon Him be peace, whom we love and in whom God's eternal love resides. As to what follows. Last time we spoke about the... Um, powerful way we can protect ourselves from disobedience and abomination, and that is Salah, the canonical daily prayers. And we pledge that if we were not exactly the way we should be, that we will start from that Asr prayer that day. We will uh, renew our ties, our Salah, because Salah comes from Salah, uh, our connection to God from that moment. Another thing, another word for salah is what I'm going to talk about today, and that is an underutilized superpower of the believer, and that is dua, supplication to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is baffling how underutilized dua is, because it is the superpower of the believer. And I'm not being, I'm not exaggerating. It is the believer's superpower. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, right after he talks about the verses of fasting in Surah Al-Baqarah, the second chapter, he says, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ عَنِّي قريب. And when your servants ask you, O Muhammad, upon you be peace, about me, concerning me, tell them, I am near. Inni qareeb. Ujibu da'wat al-da'i idha da'an. I answer the call of the supplicant when they call on me. Fal yastajibu li. So let them answer my call. 
وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي and let them believe in me لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ so that they may be upright how close is Allah? he says إِنِّي قَرِيبٌ the Quran explains itself in Surah Al-Waqi'ah if I'm not mistaken Allah says Allah says وَإِنَّهُ لَأَقْرَبُ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ that he is closer than the jugular vein. The jugular vein is right here. And you know what the jugular vein connects? It connects the brain with the heart. It connects the mind, all the veins of the upper of the of the head and neck drain through the internal jugular vein right into the heart. So when Allah says he's closer to you and, and me than the jugular vein. That's how close Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right here. Right in the neck. And in another verse in the Quran, Allah Azza wa He says, وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ And your Lord has said, and says, اِدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ Call upon me, and I will answer you. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنْ عِبَادَتِي Those who are too arrogant to serve me, they will be entered into the fire. If they're too arrogant to call upon God, too arrogant to serve God, they are going to be the denizens of the hellfire. Dua. The prayer. Dua is so important and neglected. I don't understand why. Because in our, the example of our messenger, peace be upon him, he made dua non-stop. Non-stop. About everything, big and small. He made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the messenger is one, upon him be peace, who he didn't even have to ask. The Qibla, remember, was originally Jerusalem. Through all of Meccan, the Meccan ministry, 13 years, and the first month, almost a year, of the Medinan ministry, after he, وسلم, peace be upon him, migrated to Yathrib, Medina, it was, it was Jerusalem. Inside his heart, the messenger wanted Mecca to be the Qibla. He wanted the house that Abraham built to be the direction of our prayer, of our faith community. And in Mecca, he would actually stand in the direction of Jerusalem, with the Kaaba in between. He didn't say it outright, like out loud, but it was in a deep desire in his heart. Allah Azza wa Jal changed the Qibla because of that inner feeling. قَدْ نَرَى The Quran says, قَدْ نَرَى تَقَلُّبَ وَجْهُكَ فِي السَّمَاءِ فَلَا نُوَلِّيَنَّكَ قِبْلَةً تَرْضَاهُ We see, O Muhammad, peace be upon you, you're turning of your face in the sky. He knows he has to turn toward Jerusalem. May Allah protect it. And, and then he, but he has to, he's, he has, but he really wants to turn toward Mecca. So Allah says, We see how you turn your face in the sky. So now we will make you face the Qibla that you like. O oh, beloved Messenger Sallallahu That man, peace be upon him, made dua. 
You don't think Allah didn't know what he wanted? He told He says it in the Quran. I know you want Mecca to be the Qibla, so now I'm going to make it the Qibla. And still that man, peace be upon him, made dua. Made dua from the deepest recesses of his heart. Now, and, and I don't know why we don't do it. Because, وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ That is a principle of God in this universe. You have no will unless God wills it. That phrase, God's will is it, was used by the crusaders, Deus Volt, when they, when they came and massacred Muslims and Jews in Medina, uh, in uh, Jerusalem. Deus Volt. God wills it. They twisted a truth. In the New Testament, in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus says, Thy will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that truth is continued in the Quran. You have no will except that God wills it. So, if we know and recognize that God is the doer of everything, then why not reach out to the Lord and ask? Allah is asking, telling you, Ask me, I'll answer you. Now there has to be conditions. First thing, remember someone asked the Messenger Should I lock my car first and then ask Allah to protect it or should I just leave it unlocked? I'm making it modern. He said, should I tie my camel? Because we always say, tie your camel. And I was like, what do you mean tie your camel? Should I lock my car first and then and turn the alarm on if we have an alarm and ask Allah to protect it or just leave it unlocked? With the key inside, he said, lock your car and ask Allah to protect it. Do your part. Before the battle of Badr, the messenger picked a place. He knew they were coming. Someone came up to him, he said, is this area that you're picking, wahi of Allah, like is this divinely ordained or is this your opinion harb you know like your military opinion he's like no no this is my military opinion it's not wahi of allah he told him this is not the best place and he said what we should do is we should go and occupy the wells of Badr, because Badr was well they had wells there so every caravans would stop there, drink water, fill up their skins, and you know have they, they used to have festivals maybe there. He said we should occupy the belt, the, the, the wells of Bedr, so that the army has to come through us to get water. Because again, there isn't the high-speed train like there is now between Mecca and Medina. No, they had to go by foot and they had to drink water and everything like that, and it was in the desert. And so he said, let them come through us to get to the water. He said, that's a wonderful idea. And so, he, and so he did that. He listened. He didn't say, who are you? I'm the messenger of God. You know who I am? No, 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 no. Our messenger was the best leader. And he took the advice of everyone. And so he said, okay, let's, let's move. And they moved. And they had a perfect position to, to, to defeat Quraysh decisively. And he 
And he made everything. And he set up everything. And he did everything. And he, he made sure. And then after everything was done, he set up the army, did everything like that. Then he turned to Allah as if he didn't even prepare. With his arms raised up high, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, deep dua. And he said, انتهلك هذه العصابة فلن تعبد في الأرض. If this small group of people is, de is defeated, Lord, you will never be worshipped on this earth again. Lord, I ask for the promise you've given me. Over and over to the point that the Sahaba felt bad. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, it's okay. You're not calling on a deaf person, on a deaf being. Azza wa Jal, he hears you. He still made intense dua after preparing. So if you have a big presentation, you prepare the presentation, you do your research, you do everything, you get everything, and then you make dua that Allah gives you a great presentation. You have a test. You don't just say, well, you know, God can teach me. You study for the, for, for the test. You study for the test. And you don't just, you know, Whatever. You study. You study, and then when you walk in the test exam, you say, Ya Allah, give me an A. I tell you from personal experience, there were things I would read one time, one time in passing, and then that thing comes on the test when I was in school. I'm like, oh my God. And wallahi, I swear by the living God, the thing came in my mind at that moment. Oh yeah. And then it left. Wallahi, that's happened to me. And it'll happen to you. I guarantee it. I am 100% confident. Why? Because we are relying on the one in whose hands lies the sovereignty of the heavens and the earth. And we're asking him. And we are calling, answering his call. Let them answer my call so that they may be upright. But again, there are conditions. Number one, you have to call upon Allah alone. That to me is a given, but we have to remind us each other. You have to call upon Allah alone, recognizing your and my powerlessness and His ultimate power. Thy will be done. You have no will except that God will will it. And if God doesn't will it, I don't care what you do, it ain't going to happen. And I've seen it, and you all know I'm in healthcare. There are people, when Allah destines them to die, despite everything I do, I saw it in COVID all the time, despite what I did, and all the tears we shed, and the, and the fear we had, if the person was destined to die, despite everything I did, that person was going to die. And if a person that I said in my brain and all my expertise is going to die and Allah did not will them to die, they did not die. I left someone to be comfort care and she woke up and said, I want water and we clapped her out of the hospital. And I was certain that person was going to die. Life and death is not in my hands. In my, in my hands, So if you go up against the will of God, it ain't going to happen. You got to know that. And internalize that and understand that. So one, you have to call on no one but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? When the Messenger was talking to Ibn Abbas, who's behind him on a donkey or you know, in, in the car, right? they're, they're driving to whatever. 
He said, فَإِذَا سَأَلْتَهُ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ When you ask for anything, ask it of Allah. وَإِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ And when you ask for help, ask it of Allah. So that's, that's number one. You ask it of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? Number two. You, it should not involve sin. Okay? Don't make dua. Ya Allah, give me a fun night in the club tonight. Don't do that. Ya Allah, let me watch that video without anybody seeing me. Don't do that. Ya Allah, I never want to talk to my family member again. Keep them away from me. Don't do that. Your dua, you should not defile your presence by asking for sin. All of us are sinners. All of us, myself, chief, and I'm not going to involve Allah in my personal failings. So don't you ask Allah regarding sin. Number three. The Prophet ﷺ said, يُسْتَجَابُ لِأَحَدِكُمْ مَا لَمْ يَسْتَعْجِلْ Your dua will be answered as long as you're not in haste. And they asked him, what do you mean by haste? Haste is, the person says, I asked and I asked and I asked and I didn't get a response. So he stops asking. I asked and I asked and I didn't get a response. I didn't get run away. I didn't get an angel come down and give it to me. He said, The Messenger again, the one who Allah changed the Qibla forever because he saw inside the Messenger's heart, he wanted to have the Qibla to be Mecca. That person, when he made dua, it wasn't answered right away. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a, uh, a story. Late in the Meccan ministry, the Prophet was praying in the, in the Kaaba and they know he loved to make long sujood. So he was making sujood and the enemies of the Messenger said, who said amongst them, they're watching him and say, hey, hey, they just sacrificed a cow or whatever to one of their idols and they opened up their, the, uh, the, the inside and all of the guts were laying on the, on, the, on, the, on the ground. So one of them said, hey, who, which, which one of you will take those guts and put them on his shoulder when he's making sujood? Laughing. And one of them said, I'll do it. So he's making sujood. They take guts and blood and stool and filth and they put it right on top of his shoulder while he's making sujood. And they're laughing. And the, 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 the narrator says, they're, they're laying on top of each other laughing. Until his daughter Fatima came and took it off of him. He got up and he said, Allahumma alayka bifulan. Allahumma alayka bifulan. Allahumma alayka bifulan. Allahumma alayka bifulan. With the blood and the guts and the stool on his shoulder. 
Oh Allah, I leave so and so for you. 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 Name them one by one. That's late in the Meccan ministry. The narrator says, I saw every single one of the persons that he mentioned killed in the Battle of Badr. Now, I have to stop here and clarify, okay? Because I don't want people to misunderstand me. I am not saying we should make du'a for people to, to die. I want you to hear me loud and clear. I'm, I'm, I'm recording this. I want you to make loud and clear. I am not asking you for, for ever to make du'a male. Oh, kill that person. Listen to me loud and clear. Don't ever mis, uh, twist my words. The point of the story is that du'a was made late Mecca. It was answered years later. Answered who made the du'a in the Messenger of Salaam. So you just make du'a to Allah and we will let Allah answer it when He deems it appropriate. We should have full confidence that Allah will answer the prayer. Anna, like in the Hadith Qudsi, the sacred Hadith, Allah says, Anna, I am as my servant thinks I am. So if you have a good opinion and you know that Allah will answer it, Allah will be like that. But if you think Allah is this vindictive, mean, horrible God, Allah will be like that for you. I am as my servant thinks I am, feels I am, believes I am. So you should always have a good, 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 good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I know there's so much pain in the ummah now. So much bad going on. And you know where I find comfort? In the word of Allah. Don't think for a second. The Arabic has emphasis. Don't even think for a second. God doesn't know what's going on. That God doesn't know what the, what the, what the oppressors are doing. God is in charge. And that's where I take comfort. Think good of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Have certainty that Allah will answer your prayer. Always have a good opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know what else? When you pray, make sure you're focused. You're mindful. And they love that now. Mindfulness. We'll talk about mindfulness. And mindfulness. And everyone said you take time and, dis and, and disconnect. We talked about that last time. Salah is built in mindfulness five times a day. Minimum. Where we cut off the world and we dig deep and we enter into the into the divine presence we should have an un, undistracted heart the messenger said Allah does not answer a dua from a distracted heart you got to focus and know what you're asking Allah to do don't be distracted don't you know scroll and say oh Allah you know, help me no focus man you're making you're calling upon the king of the heavens and the earth the king of kings. And also, and this is quite frightening to me, if, you, if the source of your sustenance is haram, don't expect God to answer your prayer. If how you earn a living goes against what Allah wants, 
And whether you know what? It is as big as selling what's haram or or doing what or you only worked an hour and a half. But you know, you pad the you pad the, the hour sheet, two hours and a half. You're supposed to be in the hospital till seven. But you leave at six. You bill the client a hundred hours when you only did ten. You put on the phone your income and it's twenty percent less. You know, one time a friend of mine told me he was at a he was in a Muslim country, and he's he's in he's in a restaurant and he's waiting to pay the bill. He's waiting to pay the bill. Okay, and they're, they're, they're distracted and whatever, and he, no one's coming, and it's getting late. So he's like, he walks up to the guy and he told him, you know what? If I wasn't scared that Allah, that, that Allah will punish me for this hundred dollars that we spent, I would have walked right out and not, and not paid. But he was scared that Allah will punish him for that meal that he stole. You know, the, you know the companies are, 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 are backing off on self-checkout because people are like, yeah, you know. They scan one and put another in the bag. And they scan one and put another in the bag. And they scan one and put another in the bag. And so companies are saying, forget uh, self-checkout, we're losing money. But if you know Allah is watching you, you know that you will be held account on the day of judgment for every nickel and penny and dime that you earned, where you got it from and how you, and how you spent it, you, would, you will never do it. You don't need police. I don't need a camera. Because I know that God's camera is watching me. And it will, and you know what? On the day of judgment, you're not going to say, well, I didn't do it. No. Nope. Your own hands and your arms and your legs and your, your eyes will betray you and me. I didn't do it. You will have witnesses, not from other people, from your own hands and arms and legs. You won't be able to speak. They'll say, Ya Allah, I didn't want to go there, but he made me. Ya Allah, I didn't want to steal, but he made me. He made me do it. So if we earn haram, don't expect Allah to answer our prayer. He said in the, in the hadith, he says, the Prophet mentioned a man who makes a lengthy journey and is, dis and is, di and is disheveled and covered in dust. And then he stretches his hands towards the heaven saying, O oh Lord, O oh Lord, Rabbi, Rabbi, when his food is haram, his drink is haram, and his clothes are, are haram. He was nourished with what was, uh, what was haram. So how can he be granted a response? We need to be very careful because we're going to be asked whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not, whether I know it or not. And if I'm, on, if I'm supposed to be on shift till 7 o'clock, then I have to not leave until 7 o'clock. Because that's what I'm being paid for. And if I leave at six, because no one will see, Allah sees. So we have to check ourselves. Those are the conditions of du'a. And it's the superpower of the believer. It's high time we use that superpower. من كل ذنب عظيم توبوا إلى الله لا يحب التوابين ويحب المتطهرين واستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم
الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ولا أما بعد. All praises due to Allah and all peace and blessings be upon His Messenger. Amen. So I have good news. Every prayer will be answered by Allah. Every single one. Now there are four outcomes. Number one, the prayer is answered. Ya Allah, I want to get married. Allah gets you married. Ya Allah, I want a new car. Ya Allah, I want an A on the test. Ya Allah, I want victory for the Ummah. It can be answered right away. Number one. Two, it will be answered in a way different that's better for you. I've experienced this. I've made dua for a particular thing. I didn't get it. But Allah gave it to me in a similar way that was better. I've lived that experience. Okay? So He may answer it in a better way. Number three. Dua can block something bad coming down. So you have something bad can happen, but you made dua, so it blocks it. So the more dua you make, the more likely you'll be protected. Or, number four, it will be kept until the day of judgment. People will come in the day of judgment with all these good deeds. And they're like, what's this? Now see, this is the dua that Allah saved for you for, the, for, the, for today. And you know what they'll say? I wish Allah didn't answer any of my dua. So dua is a win, 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 win situation. And like I said before, when you make dua, if you look at dua of the, of the Quran, there's no me in it. رَبَّنَا هَبْنَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنْ وَجْعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا Ya Allah, gift us from our spouses and our children the coolness of our eye and allow us to be the leaders of the God conscious. That's going to be a separate khutbah, inshaAllah, about the beauty of that dua. But look, it's not me. I'm not in it. So when you want to go, you're traveling, you say, you know, uh, let me go. No, no, don't take, take you out of it. Take me there. What, you know, every time I give a khutbah, you know I say? I say, give them a good khutbah, Allah. Give them, not me. When I travel, take me there. When you're doing a test, give me an A. Give me a spouse. Give me that job. Bless my wealth. Bring donuts tomorrow to the meeting. Bring my key with me to the office. I swear to God, I swear by Allah. I'll walk, I, come in here. I forgot my microphone. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. And I'm nowhere. Take you out of it. Let Allah do it for you. Look at the dua of the, every single dua of the Quran. The, the supplicant, Yusuf, السلام, he said, Rabbi qad min al mulk. Oh Lord, you gave me sovereignty, gave me power. And you taught me the interpretation of dreams. All originator of the heavens and earth. Make me die as a believer and then join me with the righteous. Yusuf's out of it. So when you make dua, make let Allah, big and small, big and small, even as silly as bring bagels to tomorrow's meeting. 
Allah will do it. Because Allah said, Ask me and I will answer you. So I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to ask Him for everything we need. Ya Allah, bless this ummah. Ya Allah, bless this community. Ya Allah, rain, bombs and rockets are being rained upon us. Stop the killing, Ya Allah, Rahmin. Protect us like you protect this house of worship. Protect their houses like you've protected our houses. Keep them warm like you've, keep, you've kept us warm. Ya Allah, please lift the injustice of this world over every single one. Ya Arhamur Rahimin. Bless us. Bless our community. Bless our wealth. Bless our intellect. Bless our families. Bless everything that we do. And allow us to use you to show the world the light of our way. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد هديتنا وهبنا من الرحمة إنك أنت الوهاب وأقم الصلاة